Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. We are finally back. Um, we got hit with cold, sickness, and COVID, all the above. So we have not been around because we've been <laughs> sleeping it all off. I, uh, I'll, have, I'll have to agree with Mr. Ulala. January fucking sucks. Yeah, it really has. Um, we have uh, to talk about POW Pro Wrestling. The POW, yep. at, uh, uh, we get to mark out no-so for the Royal Rumble, which is... I don't know if it's just me, but one of the most um, unhyped, you know, rumbles I've been a part of. Dude, I don't know if it's just that I'm my interest in WWE is at an all-time low, but I forgot it was this weekend. Yeah, me too. Um, but uh, let's not forget that I'm your host, Joseph Lessel, and I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, the Enforcer, Corey Mack. Yeah, no, I'm putting up the fingers. I swear to God, I am. But uh, oh, I know you are. Show it up. Uh, wow, what a month it's been, huh? Right. Um, and the you know the so we have to start off with some bad you know some sad news. That one, um, Jay Briscoe passed away last week, and which is you know just one of those like Tony Khan tweets it out, and we're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, dude, you could have knocked me over with a feather when I read it in the group chat. I was yeah. like, excuse me? No, that can't be. Horrific, yeah. you know, car accident. Terrible to hear. Unfortunately, you know, the other the other lady lost her life too, so her children are without their mother now, and that's t- that's depressing. And mm-hmm. of course, Jay Briscoe's kid, the two girls in the car had some severe injuries that it looks like they're pulling through slowly, but surely that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, old Jay there didn't make it. Um, God. car accidents, they suck, man. It's, yeah. uh, boy, I wasn't prepared for this one though. Yeah, no one was. Could have knocked me over with a feather. Yeah. I was it's like, like not, it... not dim boys. Yeah. It's that way of, it's like that, like, I, it's one of those things, like, I stayed off social media, like, not because, like, my whole social media feed was just flooded with the, you know, positive stories, positive, you know, like, yeah. seeing wrestlers, you know, talk about how they lost their friend, and, you know, I'm like, that was, you know, fun, cool to see, but it was also, like, depressing, so I'm like, I'm gonna stay off social media for, like, the next, like, two days. Oh, I had to get off, like, I, I... I read those stories and they were heartwarming and they were awesome, but I was just too depressed. Yeah. I was like, you know, Joe, it, it, each one will hit you in a different way, but this one hit me in a couple of ways, man. I'll, I'll tell you one, it's hard not to be in the fact that I have kids reading what happened and the, the fact that the kids were hurt that, that just, that was, that was tough. And then thinking like, and then I thought of all the stuff that he'd gone through with trying to become a better person and repairing his image. And, and I'm like, oh, not him, not now. Like he was mm-hmm. finally maybe just about to get a chance to show everybody on a national level how good they were. Mm-hmm. And then another one is the fact that it's one of the, um, it's one of the first instance, instances of a guy from like my generation, like my age group that I had mm-hmm. watched for 20 years. 
Like the first time I saw a Jay Briscoe match was 2002. Um, I've literally watched his entire career. And that's the first time one of the wrestlers that I could say that about had passed away. So it was weird. It was like, man, no, I've, I've watched everything. I've seen the entire fucking career. Mm-hmm. You can't be dead. Too young. 38's too, my wife's 38. That's too young. It was weird and depressing. <laughs> it, re- it really was, you know, and like, from you, you know, on your standpoint too, you know, you're a big Elvis fan, you know, like week prior and, to his daughter, yep. you know, Lisa Marie passed away. And it's just like, it's, you know, for uh, you, yeah. it's just like the hits keep on going with people you, uh, you know, look up to or follow, you know, all that yeah. stuff. It, you're, you're dead. You're dead on, man. I was already depressed from Lisa Marie. And then that happens. And I'm like, fuck man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, rough, rough week or so for me as a fan. Yeah. I here's what I recommend for anybody who just wants to enjoy classic pro wrestling the way it should be. There is a playlist on YouTube of just Briscoe Brothers promos from the yeah. farm. Uh, go watch that for like I got I got lost in it for like two hours. It was just it's so fun. That's how wrestling should be. Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe were like, I don't know. To me, they were the last uh, kind of grasp at the old school. They were yeah. they were younger than me. They were firmly new school, but they were very old school. They would have fit in any territory in the seventies and eighties, and they were like the last vestige of that. Yeah, so that's a bummer too. It is, and you know, like. I'll give it up for, you know, give praise to Tony Khan because, you know, he tweeted it out. And then that was like, well, I believe it was Tuesday. And then Wednesday, they're like, he fought, you know, hard and nail to try and make the Dynamite a tribute show. But Warner Brothers fuck, were like, fuck Warner Brothers Discovery. Right. They're like, no, we're not going to. So Tony Khan is doing. Huh? Oh, I was gonna say we won't let you honor a man who made a mistake and has spent ten years trying to make the world better because of it. But uh, right after Dynamite, we'll have a uh, uh, bitch slap, slap competition from old wife beater, uh, fucking UFC head. That makes sense. Have you seen any of those videos, dude? I saw I saw video uh, little snippets on Twitter, and I was like, what yeah. the. F- fuck is this man. like the two they showed is like one guy gets slapped in his face instant you know swells and then yeah a woman gets slapped and she basically has like a you know a seizure and she's just like what are we doing here but I was like, you know why why would anybody green light this i mean in the in this day and age of like concussion protocol and how tough it is in the nfl even they've been cutting back on stuff like and then this shit's on tv yeah it's just so irresponsible i couldn't believe it man it is. And then, you know, like I was saying about Khan, like, you know, they did the after uh, Dynamite taping, they're doing a, you know, a special tribute to, to Jay. And, you know, like the best they could to get people around. I mean, from what I understand that day, he uh, he spent a day and a half, literally uh, all day, like and who knows how much money flying people in out of anywhere they could to to be a part of that. Yeah, um, that guy is, he he gets too much of a bad rap, especially mm-hmm. today. The even Eric Bischoff was giving him flowers today. <clears throat> it's not talked about much, and he doesn't want to talk about it at all. But it's kind of leaking out that he's 
what he's doing, what Tony Khan's been doing, which is he's going to unofficially it's been announced. He won't talk about it. But he's looks like he's going to honor the contract that they signed last year. And that family is going to get paid for the duration of it. Um, mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah. Extra help towards the medical bills. Um, he gets, he gets a bad rap. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Okay. What a and, you know, it is. And like they did the GoFundMe for the daughters and the family themselves. And it's like, I think Kevin Owens donated like $10,000. $10, yeah. Uh, Jericho did 15. Each buck did 10. Harwood did a bunch. Uh, uh, Kevin Owens had a really well, uh, he, he wrote a really nice thing about it. Uh, yeah. Now a good guy that everybody loved. And, uh, mm. <clears throat> you know, me, Joe, we've known each other for a decade now. I could, I could yeah. be at times a little, uh, negative. Yeah. So my thought process was always like a guy who's worked hard to redeem himself has to deal with this and the kids are hurt, but Jake Roberts is still walking. Around. <laughs> I, just, I don't, right. <laughs> I just, I just don't get it, man. <laughs> What the hell? Yeah, I know. Um, like, so the thing, like, for me, for a fan, for him, like, I, you know, I got late. I got late. Like, not, you know, when ROH like showed year, up to. It? Yeah, like, yeah. More like two, right? Two or three because of the ROH show. But then seeing him versus the FTR matches, and it's just like, holy crap, you know. And then when he did GCW. So I, I got late. But, you know, what are some matches that you would, you know, I know you're just recommending go down your YouTube rabbit hole for promos but like what type of matches should people look for that are not the you know three FTR matches yeah oh, i've got some for you no problems there uh we're talking 2013 kevin steen versus jay briscoe for the world title wrestlemania weekend where jay wins it out of nowhere and shocks everyone that's a great match uh the briscoe brothers against kevin steen and el generico at uh ladder warfare in 2007 at a show called man up that's one worth watching and that might be the worst of those two teams matches but holy hell they they kill each other um they had great tag team matches with the young bucks with the world's greatest tag team Haas and benjamin with the kings of wrestling with motor city machine guns um those are all and i think most of those are available on youtube um, there's so many. Uh, the, the the cool thing about the Briscoes is the matches may all may not all be five stars, but those two never half-assed anything. So pretty much whatever you find to watch is gonna be good. Like they had, they were pretty damn excellent amongst their the 20 year stretch, and they were two guys who at young age they were good quick. So we're talking by 2006 or so they were already one of the best tag teams in the world, and it just went on from there. Um, so any of the matches I mentioned are easily worth watching. They have a really good match against uh, Okada and Shinsuke Nakamura that I think is on YouTube. Hmm. So any of that is easily worth watching. Um, and they were believable. They were fun. Like I was a Briscoe Brothers fan from way back. So you saw I would get like, oh, I was so amped for those matches last year because I was like, finally, people are going to see. This is the deal right here. Yeah. And they lived up to it. They Those did. Matches were fucking amazing. They did. They were, yeah. But yeah, it's just a you know shitty, 
you know, situation yep. and you know, our thoughts and prayers goes to the family. Oh yeah. And friends. Those girls, those girls aren't out of the woods yet. Uh, yeah. And then of course, poor Mark. Everybody, yeah. You know, it was his birthday the day after. So of course from now for the rest of his life, he's going to, it's going to be hard not to associate his birthday with the death of his brother, his best friend. Yeah. Like, they were, they were less than a year apart in age. I mean, fuck. That sucks. I know what that's yeah. like. You know, my sister passed away the day before my birthday, so I know exactly how that one feels. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just, you know, a you know, shitty situation. Like I said, our thoughts and prayers to the family and friends and you know. Yep. Yep. And well, hey, you know, hey that... by the way, I hate to I I hate to break it up and go to something else a little more uh how do I put it? Fun? But yeah. hey, Vince McMahon's raping again. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, or or at least admitting to it, or maybe admitting to not doing it, but still paying off millions. Paying off the millions, yes. He is now oh, he back in. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, of course you're gonna do it. Right? Um, <laughs> how uh, one Miss McMahon is now back into power, and it's just like what, like full power, you know? Yep. He had the the percentage of stock to do it, and he did it, and he put puppets in place to put him back in power. And Stephanie, it took her what all of a day to just resign and get out for good. Then I is that is that crazy thing that we talked about it? How you know often just like okay, well now Vince is back, and now it's hey we're selling the company, so now it's the you know where who. Who's buying the who's buying WWE? And then within like the first 24 hours, it was Saudi Arabia. They're buying it. It is a done deal. It is happening. And then f- five hours after that, no, it's not. See that one? That's that's some shady business, but it's done all the time. They'll throw yeah. out a false one, and that drives up the interest and theoretically the price. Um, it's a bunch of shitty. I mean, did you see the? The Nick Khan interview with Bill Simmons. Uh, I saw some of it. That motherfucker is such a lying douchebag, but he's good at what he does. You see what he said about the cons? No, I didn't uh, see that one. He said he never met Tony Khan, but he seems like a nice kid. And uh, it's easy, he said, it's easy to run a wrestling business at a loss. Oh, but I haven't <laughs> seen their books. Oh, but I haven't seen their books. So basically, he just throws out that they're losing money when they're not. And then goes, oh, I haven't seen their books. But see, people are going to grab that first line and make and it makes them look Bush League. He knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up, though. Yeah, it and then is. He's and like, then, oh, no, Vince hasn't raped any more people. Yeah, and then, but, you know, th- then... So the Saudi like spread wired like wired, wired like crazy, wildfire. like wildfire. Yep. And now... That has like died down now. It's rumors are like uh, Universal, Comcast. They're uh, they're leading the charge now. So it's it was, or it was Amazon. Never gonna be, it was never going to be Saudi. Um, there's too many things working at play against that. I think NBC, Universal, or Comcast, one or the other, because they they're all in bed together. That's it makes sense for them to do it. They've already got the. They're paying what? <clears throat> millions for the video library on Peacock. Might as well just buy the son of a bitch. 
and 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 with Peacock too, they are uh, getting rid of the indie stuff that they put on a couple years back. They announced that this past weekend. So yeah, the whatever contract with uh, WXW and Progress and ICW has run out. Yeah, so all that fun stuff are like, okay, who's where's WWE going? Because it's like it's it's now seems like it's more of a de- done deal that they are selling, no matter what. Which is that one kind of crazy thing to think of when we have been watching the you know when we just been did six and a half years of the war stories with Vince in charge. You know, so, it would never sell. Now all of a sudden it's like, and uh, eh, we're selling. Well, he got in trouble and couldn't run it legally. And he, his thought process, Joe, this is fucked up. Uh, a family. His thought process is he'd rather sell it and sit on that money and watch it burn and fuck his family than letting anybody else run it. Yeah. I, I did. That's his deal. I did see a thing of like, what are the odds of Stephanie and Triple H just make their own company? It's like another one. But where you yeah, show? Yeah, that doesn't look well. Yeah. I doubt that would ever happen because a, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Even for them, and b, they would be at best number three in the market because WWE is always going to be the big boy, and AEW's got almost four years built up of equity and they're, they're doing good for the channel. So whatever they pick is going to be at best third rate. <clears throat> and on top of that, what talent are you going to grab? Right. Yeah. So good luck on uh, that one. Yeah. I just, I was going to say, yeah, there's not really much talent out there now or, you know, or Dodie's going to pick up again. Uh, rumors, the authors of pain, Come authors on. of pain. What, what, yeah. What is? Can we just admit? Look, you don't need to bring all these people back. I know it sucks they lost their job, but is Authors of Pain really going to make a difference in 2023, Joe? Uh, no, I think um, maybe what five years ago, maybe, but not now. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> if their window was when they were pushed the first time. After that, yes, you kind of lost it with a lot of these guys. Right. Well, it is. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I think, Con and AEW is proving slowly it's a young man's business, which it always has been. But they're pushing younger dudes and slowly getting them over. That's going to be what works. Yeah. Uh, it's you know it's that weird <laughs> thing of you, what you saying that, and it's just like I've seen people say, and like we're in year three, year four, year four of AEW, year year yep. four, and. I now like someone mentioned it and I'm and I stop and pause on it. They're right. Like how I told different feel. There's a different feeling now between year four and year one. Oh yeah. With this company. Year one was all honeymoon. We're just happy. There's a second business here. WWE was at its all time worst right before COVID hit. I mean, God, I remember mm-hmm. dog food on Roman and Brock killing Kofi's dream. And I mean, it was just unwatchable shit. And so everybody was just happy that there was an alternative and everybody was rooting for it. Where now that's not necessarily the case. And now it's based on its merits. And it's done a pretty good job. I mean, first, I mean, the last like five or six weeks of Dynamite has been fucking ridiculous. Um, Top-notch episodes. I have a question to ask you. This is weird. 
And and it's weird. This is the Raw 30th anniversary. So, yes, I'm not talking all time greatest wrestling show. I'm not talking greatest moments. But I'm asking you, as a guy who's watched a shit ton of wrestling, yeah, has there ever been a better pro wrestling show in terms of actual pro wrestling matches happening weekly on it than Dynamite in wrestling history? I, I, you might, I, I'm going to say for like current, no, like dynamite has been fantastic. I would say there might be a few episodes of nitro back in the day. Nitro, maybe. Yes, maybe. But like for overall wrestling, no, this has been like fantastic, you know, because they provide at least the last six weeks or so. It's been at least two to three ridiculously great matches every week yeah and then uh, you get your one squash or one you know the, they, the pacing's right you know what i mean like they yeah. get it right with the the pacing's right you get your mjf promo nonsense you sports entertainment as well the women's although some of those women's matches have been really good yeah but no, uh, you, you're right you're right but like yeah this past uh you know <laughs> four weeks six weeks have been like Barnburner matches, you know, I know I shit on them last time we talked about the best of seven, but like watching the best of seven matches, they're like, these are fantastic matches for, you know, you know, we know the outcome, but the yeah. matches themselves. Say, were... The matches were really good, but I will say stylistically, though having seven of those in like nine weeks, is, that's a lot. Yeah, that's yes, a lot. it is. Maybe um, they won't do that anymore, but, but it was a lot. Yeah. Um. I will say, you know, it's been they, it's been fun, but you know, we you know we joke, but it's true. Like you know, we at the uh, Jericho, uh, you know, who is he going to take the rub now from? Uh, Ricky Starks. Although Ricky so Starks. far the feud's been okay. Yeah. How do you they feel? Actually, I would say how how do you feel about the they Starks beating Jericho last week? Do you I mean, think? I I figured Jericho would do that. He's on to the fact that everybody knows his deal. Yeah. But it's like one of those things, like, do you feel the, the how I the crowd blew up and all that, but it's just like, to me, it's like, you just did action Andretti like two weeks prior to, you yeah. know, like the, oh my God, he upset a Chris Jericho. And, you know, the Mr. Gilmore did that for, you know, four hours ago type line, you know, action on dreaded that two weeks ago. So it's not that big of a. accomplishment, You know what I mean? I think they, and I don't have, I have nothing against Andretti. I think he's okay. I don't think he's great, but I don't think he sucks, but I think they could have picked another guy already on the roster who could use a win to do that with, with Jericho Mm -hmm. and then elevate a guy quicker. I'm trying to think of who, but uh, I don't know. Uh, damn. Now that I said it, actually thinking <laughs> I want is proof kind of tough. But uh, and well, you have you have you know like you have like like I'm just gonna th- I'll throw names out. Like you have Hobbs, but Hobbs is now back to now like being repackaged as yeah you know a, a beater. You have um you took Garcia and you just made him heal. You know just put him back. You have Guevara <laughs> back with them. Um, Garcia is the answer. I don't know yeah. why they paused and put it back. And, all, and it looks like they're just going to set up a break again, only this time with Guevara instead of Jericho. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you had a ruler Yuta that went for a bit. Um, Claude, you know, like notice they haven't used Yuta much since the uh, final battle because it seems like they're trying to keep the Ring of Honor guys separate. Yeah, a little bit. Because when we went to Dynamite, I mean, uh, the Battle of Belts and Rampage, Yuta and uh, Claudio, Yo, they were on, Claudio. they were on uh, Rampage. Dark. They're on Dark. On Dark, yeah, they're on Dark. So it's like, they're they must be doing like, uh, yeah, what you're saying. They're they're separating the ROH guys to. Is that that AEW. TV's coming? Yeah. Huh. that's interesting. It is. But um, I think it did. That I like the Brian Danielson MJF stuff. Although I will say they need to come up with some new shit for MJF. Yeah, yeah. So it can't yeah. always be uh, making the guy go through a fucking six week uh, uh, it, bullshit. If They're he has to go, yeah, they are. And if they have to uh, have Jericho, I'm uh, not Jericho. Uh, Danielson takes ten whips again. Like what? What? Oh yeah. <laughs> come on. Actually. Just thinking about the Brian Danson matches gave me the answer. Instead of Action Andretti, should have been Takashita that beat Jericho yeah. and became a yeah. star. That's where it was. Yeah. Because he's already, the crowd's into him, and he's already kind of at that level. Just a win against Jericho could have really helped. That's who they should have done. I 100% agree. <clears throat> I don't know how I feel about the kind of semi-mostly all-the-time racist you know, promo they tried to cut last week with him. Oh, MJF? Yeah. Cheap heat. Cheap brother. Cheap heat, brother. Uh, to the point where I saw that they were... I saw someone going, hey, we're, uh, they got rid of bottles and stuff be- in case... Like, everything had to be in plastic cups in case of uh, what happened. What if people got really pissed with the line and all that? Like, really? Okay. He cleared the line. Yeah. And plus, the, th- the payback was immediate when Takashi spoke perfect English and called him a jackass. Yep, and then did it the same thing on last week Dynamite. It's like, what did you just say? Yep. Uh, MJF's an asshole. They should, uh, that should be a weekly thing now where, like, Takashi just rants in Japanese forever and then translate it, MJF's an asshole. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Just, just like, something week, different. Every week he talks longer and longer with the translation, still just, MJF's an asshole. <laughs> exactly. Uh, do you think, uh, do we think we get this dumb stipulation that one, um, Danielson gets his arm broken? I hope not. I hope he, dude, I gotta be honest. I give him extra chances, but was I, am I the only one disappointed when after Takeshita and Bandito, we get Brian Cage third? I think, I think Brian Cage should have been one. (laughs) I was so I was so let down. I'm like, really? Me too. You go from those two to fucking Brian Cage? Yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, right. Here we go. You know, back-to-back hell, good matches. Here we go. And then uh, my next pro, the MJF, uh, you're taking on Brian Cage. Like, uh, okay, like, I, I guess. And then like, Brian Cage, what? break his arm. Oh, yeah. No, I, I hope not. Yeah. I hope they don't do that crap. Yeah, okay, here's another serious question. This match, a 60-minute Iron Man match, will it be better or worse than Brett and Sean at 12? We know the uh, the feelings on that match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, had, 
I had I saw one guy say an interesting take on it that I almost might agree with. Okay. That match, uh, that match was so overrated for years that now it's almost become underrated again. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody just shits on it. Like, well, it wasn't a bad match. It was maybe just, uh, maybe one of these days for our homework we have to pick it. We you know pick it the week before and then we oh, can compare. Man. Or do some, figure something out, but yeah, that's I, I I'm just I intrigued. But I was to say I'm just intrigued by the way I'm intrigued by this Iron Man match because they've they haven't been used frequently in the main shows. Yeah, exactly. And and it's just like I just wonder what how AEW will do it because this is their first one ever and. When they do a first ever match, they try to go up and beyond in and matches. This, and this reminds me of the Triple H Rock Iron Man match, only in the fact that going into that one, my thought process was, well, I know one of the guys can go an hour, but can the other one? Yeah. Like, I didn't think the Rock could go an hour. And I'm not too sure about MJF. I think he could, but I mean, I know Danielson can. I'm I'm just worried for the like the blatant sleep spots, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I Yeah, you know, the it's an hour it's an hour long match and thirty of it's chin locks. Look, I know that there theoretically should be less matches on Revolution than most pay-per-views because of this Iron Man match. But I had better get some Jeff Jarrett. Just saying that right there. Oh, the man has been a treasure since coming to AEW. All those motherfuckers bitched and moaned. He's been the best damn thing on TV. He has. Still That's the uh, the uh, Rose Garden screw job. We yep. have that. Oh, um, God damn it. Should have won. Um, he was fantastic last week when him and being in the crowd. And if yep. anybody touches uh, Cassidy um sanjay would be fired and like he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna hit him i'm just gonna hit him like sanjay begging him to stop him jeff i, I don't care i'm gonna hit his ass i'm gonna hit him i'm gonna hit that shit. and then i mean then sliding the guitar in behind the ref fucking hell that was awesome and i i love the memes they have now of danhausen well first being the usher and then oh, <laughs> taking yeah, the, the guitar the and anyway here's you know anyway here's wonderwall <laughs> it's like yeah yeah, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. Uh, I, good stuff. And you know what? I like the fact that they're feuding with the uh, best friends because it reminds me it's before your time, but I remember in the WWF in 86, 87, 88, you would have a big act, go for the tag titles and whatnot, get pushed heavily, and then they would they would feud with an undercard comedy act after. Not because of a demotion, but it's actually now that they got the rub, let's bring those guys up a little bit. It reminds me of that. It reminds me of Ricky Steamboat feuding with like Butch Reed after the Honky Tonk Man feud. He was like, okay, well, let's try something else now, a little different. Hmm. It's not always a, a a demotion when you're feuding with guys lower on the card than you are. Sometimes it's you trying to help them up. Yeah. Best friend, Cassidy's over, but the you know, best friends, they they could use a little help. They should. They need. Yeah, it doesn't help that Trent, sadly, or is most of the time hurt. Yeah, um, I'm a little confused. He's hurt, but he comes back ripped and fucking Chucky T just gets more and more out of shape and looks like he's sleepwalking through everything. 
Oh. Yeah. So weird. That is weird. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm watch so I as we're recording, I'm watching the Raw three uh triple X. Yeah, read the porn raw, yeah. Raw the porn raw. And DX is coming out. And then there's okay. a fifth man. And I'm like, who the hell is that? Like, I'm like, is that really? Like, I thought it was like Billy Gunn for a minute. Because, you know, they're not dressed. They're just dressed in normal clothes. Yeah. But it's Kurt Angle. Gotcha. So <laughs> Angle is, I guess, an, uh, he's an honorary S.H.I.E.L.D. member. Now he's in maybe. A, I'm not I'm not listening to it. But just, I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> That's his new gimmick. He just fits in whenever some uh, faction needs a, a new member. Because he's hip. You're you remember Kurt in the shield, right? Yeah, that's, you know. Yeah. A DX member? Yeah, he'll come out wearing an NWO shirt one of these days. Be, you remember Kurt was in the New World Order? Oh, he is doing the uh, the socket stuff, the pyro. <sighs> Jesus. Ah! Well, like, you know, Mr. Ass, Mr. Award Medal, yeah, I guess. Mr. Angle. Yeah. Mr. Angle. So. Uh, but yeah, uh, AEW has been fantastic. You know, we'll get to uh, the our mark out no sell for the Royal Rumble soon. But let's talk about some uh, local wrestling and some uh, heel pow, of the pow. world pow 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 for wrestling. So, like I said in the beginning, uh, we weren't able to make it to the shows because everyone here yes. at No Cell is has or is still sick. Um, but you know we got we're able to able to watch it so uh let's talk about it i like the venue first uh, yeah yes i dig that it's a cool I, do, I do too it does too um, plus yeah i was gonna say plus with Vinny being there and it's a pizza joint well i mean it's kids you know. yeah it's the way it should be it should be which by the way you've been voting yes i have the one thing I don't get is most popular. Vinny's not on it. What's up I with know. that? I I call bullshit. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, not to give away anything, but definitely voted for my wrestler of the year. If you uh, know what I mean, Paisan. Yeah, same here. Same here. As you should. Uh, yeah, he should have been most popular. Uh, I think that's uh, no a gross oversight. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, so the matches here, uh, we have the flaming aces, uh, taking on death threat. However, one, uh, Zay Perez couldn't wrestle. So they had Max Burnside, uh, replace him. And then it was just fun because then we're watching it. And during the, the camera feed that we have, Burnside is walking in front and he like sits in front of the front, you know, in the front row and they call him out. And Zen's like, why is Max Burnside walking in the aisle? <laughs> just like, and then a minute later, hey, what are you doing? You want to come wrestle? It's like, okay. Oh, yeah. Doing a little Shawn oh. Michaels 1995 action. Right. Uh, again, fun match. Scott over as crazy. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, where we go? Sorry. Uh, there we go. Uh, Death like Threat. Right, it was a good, you know, the new new tag team coming along for Pow here again, another good up and coming. You know, they just you can see. I, I'm not going to criticize. I'm not a wrestler. It's just you can see that they're still greenish, but they were good. You know, it's just yeah. Hey, gotta get those reps in somehow. Gotta get those reps in, yeah. Uh, overall, fantastic match. Good environment. Sold out again. You know, that's awesome. Happy. That made me it, so happy. Yeah. It is. Uh, next match. Go ahead. I was going to say, 
good opener. I'm always in favor of a hot, fast-paced tag opening the night. You, you can't go wrong with that. Right, yeah. Uh, next match was uh, the Fallen Flower, Kikio, taking on Amira. Surprising, Amira gets the win with a uh, as Kikio jumps off the second rope, and Amira power slams her for the win. Um, good on Amira, you know, just good, getting good, those good reps good. in. Good ending. I'm a fan of both. Um, good match. Yeah, good match. You know, it's awesome to see. You know, you know, we see Kikio at the Defies, but now we're seeing Amira at Defy shows and DOAs and uh, AEW Dark. You know, that's just that crazy that's, stuff to see. You just named three Pacific Northwest companies besides PAL and besides Defy. I mean, yep. the Pacific Northwest is on fire right now with wrestling. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, we got a Haas fight here with Derek Shaw versus Caden Cassidy. Um, it was a great, good, great match. It was just, I for me, it was just the... TKO knockout for Cassie to get the win, and it's just like, okay, that's it felt it went a little long than it should have. Yeah, but, maybe a little long, but I boy, I like me some Caden Cassidy. I do believe he's your uh, he's I since one Mr. Booble's not here to defend it, I believe he's your boy. The yep. first, you know, that's right, that's right. Uh, again, Derek Shaw, Derek Shaw, uh, looking impressive. Yeah, he continues to improve as well. Yes. Uh, next match, it's those Hammer Boys taking on King Naja and Dr. Cleaver. Again, Hammer, ha- the Hammer Bros are over. That's an understatement. <laughs> um, but no, it it was fun. Uh, we get the run in at the end of the at the end of the match, setting up the maybe a uh, a six man for next at the next show. So we're waiting to see. Um, next, uh, another match that we got to watch was for over 50 years, Jaden taking on, uh, Jaden, the unbelievable taking on one pitfall Jones. Uh, we going into, it, I think I, I believe it was going to be more of a comedic match. And just because of pitfall Jones being like the, I think the actor, he's really good at it. Yeah. Um, but again, Jaden over like crazy and. He got the win, and I, I was just like, he hit a move. I'm like, for over 50 years, here it comes. And it's like, ah, you know, like I'm happy Jaden won. But it was just like, of course, this, our, our, our little shtick was just like, come on. Our shtick is ruined, and plus we weren't even in the building when he won. I know. So I think for over 50 years, if we're in the building, he doesn't win. That's true. Um, again, I also with Jaden, uh, on dark taking on uh taking on Hobbs. Oh, that yeah. was a fun was... quick little minute and a half match. I was every, okay, so we're in the building and everybody pops when Jaden walks out. And and so did I. But I was like, wait for it. I just had a feeling. I was like, he's gonna be fucking taking on Hobbs or Cage or something like that. And sure enough, Hobbs music hits, and I was like, Well, fuck it. Yeah. Too bad, Jaden. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the next match, uh, next match we got to watch was Kid Bandit taking on Abigail Warren. Again, La Bruja. La Bruja. It's that crazy thing to see of how 
from the first show we saw Abigail to now and how over she is with the crowd. Oh man, Abigail's maybe in my top five local people wrestling wise. I think yeah, same here. I'm into the Bruja. She fucking yeah. Uh, Kid Bandit, not disappointing seeing her for the first time. That was fun. No, that's cool. That's cool. Um, but over you know overall, another good match here. Hardcore with the uh. I I want to remember that Abigail power bombs kid on the still steps and it's just like who I'm not taking yeah, I'm not well. ta- not taking that spot anytime soon. Um, but you know again they at the end they're doing the you know kid bandit trying to get La Bruja to turn on one Mister Ulala and you know how dare you know so Abigail taught her a lesson. First of all, so yeah. our. So our main event of the match of the night is going to be the Masaro family taking on most violence. So Masaro's uh, flex, the Blanchards, and the good guy, Vinny, Vinny taking so on the baby, the baby faces. Baby, yep, the baby faces exactly taking on the, those drastic heels, uh, Charlie Avale, Drexel. Uh, Chris Brady, Chris Brady and uh, one Funny Bone, not yeah, our POW champion. Quotation marks, POW champion. Yeah, quotation, exo facto, Vinny is champion. I digress. That's the way it goes. Um, that's the way it goes. Uh, fun, fun elimination match. It's one. It's the fun thing of watching it and be like, okay, how's this gonna work? And Charlie goes first. I'm like, that makes sense. And then. For like no, I like I looked away for one second, and like Bubba was gone. I'm like, what happened? And it was because Drexel got himself DQ'd and and grabbing the groin of you know. I'm like, what just happened? Um, Brady being eliminated. You know, it's just like, you know, we're like, we know we in our minds we know it's the final two. Well, it should yeah. be and would be Vinny and Funny Bone. But once yep. Vinny gets eliminated before Flex does, I'm like, what's happening here? Why, what, wh- what just happened? And then Flex gets the win on Funny Bone. And then, you know, that Brian Zane guy's like, well, Flex, since you won, you might get a title shot down the line. You know, you should de- deserve to get the title shot. But then one Mr. Ulala, a genius, might I say, brings up that Vinny gets the title shot no matter what because his team won and in the contract it goes if the Vinny's team won Vinny gets the rematch gets a rematch finally I see nothing but truths here there's right. nothing to complain about good storyline good storyline they're doing yeah it's that little dissension in the family which is you know I told you it didn't belong anyway <laughs> you did you did you did um but again, I think it's a, uh, it's a, it was a, it was overall a fun show. You know, can't wait. Love the fact that our boy Vinny's getting that title shot, which he finally deserves. He finally gets it. And by the way, Mr. Ulala, you looked incredible. Let me just say that. Resplendent. That's, that's what we're looking for. Um, so that was Heal the World at World oh, Pies, well- but that, Real quickly before we leave this subject, yeah. I want to say big ups to Chris Brady for uh, networking and getting on uh, prestige wrestling over there in uh, 
the East Coast later this month. Mm-hmm. You see about that? I did. Yeah, big ups to him. Doing the work, getting getting seen, making uh, making towns. I like it. That's it's awesome. It's awesome to see guys that you know, we've seen in person, you know, get their get, shot, get bigger shots, get get yeah. a get a chance. It's nice to see. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, what's also awesome is on February 18th here in Eugene, Oregon, at World Pies again. It's going to be Power Pro Wrestling's Heart Punch. This will be, I'm sure, another fantastic show. Yep, our boy Vinny gets his title shot against Funny Bone, and I'm then so they sorry. announced, and they already announced too that it's going to be uh, flex because of the fact of him winning the match and that Brian Zane felt pity and sorry for him. Um, flex will be taken on Drexel, and the winner of that match will be the special referee for the Vin- Vinny Funny Bone match. Oh, how interesting these tides will turn. Right. It's it's intriguing. I'm I'm excited for it. You know, for right now I'm not sick, so I can finally go to a show. Um I would yeah. I would love to go to this one, but alas, my anniversary is on the fourteenth of February, and that's the middle of the week. Yeah. So our anniversary dinner time, that's it was already determined to be the eighteenth. Yeah. So I was like, ah, but you know, anniversary. What, what are you gonna do? I'm just t- you know, Especially I know you have. Been, some... It's been 17 years, Jeff. Yeah, I know, but I would say this as my segue here. I know Mr. Database here can't make it because he has anniversary plans. But for you, uh, listeners, go to what a what a great present, an anniversary, a Valentine's gift is tickets to oh, yeah. Heart Punch. I mean, you know, it's a little tongue in cheek there, but women don't don't don't. Don't kid yourself. An anniversary <laughs> gift, birthday gift for the men, a wrestling tickets to a pizza place with beer. That is a primo gift. Primo gift. Primo. And, and you can go to powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com to get your tickets. Go to get them now. Get them now. They're on, they're on sale now. And at this moment, there's like less than 20 front row seats left. So what are you waiting for? becoming eugene tradition folks get in on it yes yes so get your tickets now uh uh get your tickets now hey joe what are you waiting for? yeah you know what else is becoming a tradition what's that <clears throat> every once in a goddamn while the only toshi sends us some words from japan he does well fun fact uh is since we've been gone for about two weeks he, he sent this from us two weeks ago so we're going to uh, find out and listen to now what one Jeff Mack has to say about uh, well, let me say he brought up his uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom news and uh, the Muda match. So uh, here you go. Ladies and gentlemen from the land of the rising sun, Jeff Mack, the Dakai Sensei here with your Japanese wrestling news. 
And as we start the new year, it's time for Japan's biggest wrestling shows. And of course, we've got to talk about the big one, Wrestle Kingdom 17. And as I'm sure the guys have just finished or are just about to talk about the show at length, I just want to have a few thoughts here of what I thought went well and what didn't at Wrestle Kingdom. And the first thing I want to talk about is New Japan's youth movement. New Japan did a great job at Wrestle Kingdom 17 showing off the future of the company. First off, Ren Narita. He didn't get the win in the NJPW World Television Championship match. That instead went to ZSJ. And congratulations to Zach. First uh, singles gold in New Japan Pro Wrestling, as well as becoming the new leader of TMDK. But Ren Narita looked absolutely fantastic in the match. And the next night at New Year's Dash, gets set up for going to the six-man tag with Minoru Suzuki and El Desperado. And that's just a insane lineage if you look at the coaching for Ren Narita. First with Shibata, now with Despi and the King of Pro Wrestling. This is an insane run for him, and he's going to be a very dangerous man over the next few years. Then you go to Shota Umino, and they see dollar signs in this guy. He gets the pinfall victory in Keiji Muto's last match and then gets set up for a program with Tetsuya Naito. Well, that is after LIJ and Congo do their thing the second night of Wrestle Kingdom, which will be January 21st in Yokohama. But I think you're going to see the rocket strapped to this kid very quickly because I think they see him as the next Tanahashi. And then finally, I've got to eat some crow because I was won over in the junior heavyweight title match by Master Watto. He has found another level of confidence, so much better in the ring. He got a new finisher that doesn't suck, which really helps him out. I still am not a fan of the gimmick, but he absolutely won me over in that match. Still not ready for the title. Probably the right idea to go with Time Bomb as the champ, but he absolutely has kicked it up a gear. So great things for the future of New Japan. On the negative side of things, because this was such a long show with so many matches, a couple of the earlier matches just didn't get enough time. Look at the tag team title match, Bishamon versus FTR. Good, solid match. Nothing wrong with it, but it really could have used another five, six minutes to really let that get to that final gear. Solid match, but could have been a little bit more. The main culprit, though, is the IWGP Women's Championship match. Only getting six minutes for a title match that... They both did a great job in the time they got. A quick sprint, lots of offense, really looked good. And I know they had to make time for Mercedes Monet to come in and botch her finisher. But that match needed another 10 minutes. And it could have been a great, great introduction for a lot of people into Joshi Wrestling. So, again, really hurt them there. Tam deserves more, and as always, please watch more Joshi Wrestling.
Finally, I want to touch on the co-main events. Omega versus Osprey, Okada versus White. Both great matches, but by far Omega and Osprey was the match of the night. It somehow surpassed expectations. I didn't even know that was possible for that match, but it surpassed expectations. And I think this was an all-time breakthrough match for Will Ospreay. His selling, the story that he told, he is going to be the most interesting figure to me in pro wrestling in 2023. And I'm going to say it right now. I think at this time next year, Will Ospreay will be the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Now, the question that was proposed last week by the guys was, should Omega and Osprey close the show? And the answer to that was always going to be no. This was the final show of the 50th anniversary. This was the Antonio Inoki Memorial Show. The only way this show was ever going to end was with Kazuchika Okada as the champion paying tribute to Inoki. Now, with that finish being predetermined, did it hurt the match? To me, no. Having to follow Omega and Osprey, did that hurt the match? Again, to me, no. I know it will to some, but for me, I thought this match still told a great story. Jay White is the one person that held a psychological edge over Okada. And using the power of a finally vocal crowd and the power of Anoki to overcome his final hurdle to become possibly, and in my mind, the greatest champion in New Japan history. And now Okada is in the perfect position when we tell the story of the rise of Will Ospreay in 2023. And then as a cherry on top, at New Year's Dash in the main event, we got the tag team of Okada and Omega. And I honestly have no idea what's going on anymore. I never thought this tag team would happen. Not in my wildest dreams, but it looks like 2023 is going to be a hell of a year. But that's all I have for you this week. Thank you very much. Arigato gozaimashita. And as always, each ni san da. All right. Uh, but since Jeff did that, Mr. Corey, I believe you've been watching some Japanese wrestling Ooh. as well. Oh, yeah. This past weekend or week, I watched four different wrestling shows from Japan. Um, yeah, I watched. Uh, well, first of all, the, a couple of weeks ago, I watched the January 1st Pro Wrestling Noah show with the main event of the great Muta taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> that was, a, you know, how can I put this? That's pretty good. Three and a half. Uh, if that's the absolute best anybody's going to draw out a great Muta now. Uh, and Shinsuke was, he, he did fine. He charisma off the charts. He could still go. So, yeah, three and a half is a generous rating for that one. And then um, uh, the aftermath, which, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. And then I watched uh, night two of Wrestle Kingdom, the New Japan versus Noah show, where Joe, 
this was crazy. See, back in the 80s, there was an um, incident that happened with Akira Maeda where he kicked, I believe, Choshu right in the face and yeah. broke his orbital bone and shit. Well, they kind of redid that a little bit during the tag match with the two world champs as uh, Kento Kiyomiya just hauled off and kicked Okada right in the face and Okada went ape shit. Oh, I saw that video and that, the that, piss out of that made, and you know, we watched new Japan here and there and that made me go, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and it took like 10 minutes to, to get them. I mean, they, they would separate them and they would just like run again and just beat the crap out of each other. And I was like, well, they got my interest now, dude. The match itself was nothing important because uh, it didn't really get going before that happened. But I ended up giving the whole damn thing four stars just because I was like, that was entertaining as shit. It's the just aftermath that got it. Yeah, just watching him like beat the piss out of him and throw him everywhere. That was good. Um, I also watched night one of the new beginning uh, for New Japan. Uh, yeah, it was all right. Uh, the main event sucked because it was an MMA rules match for the King of Pro Wrestling title. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about the fourth show I watched, Joe. I watched the final Bye Bye. Bye Bye Muda. Bye Bye Muda. I watched it in full. Yeah. And you know what? Pro Wrestling Noah is not bad. Um, they were my, the problem with them is they really lack on the undercard uh, in terms of, as compared to New Japan. Um, they've just got a lot of older underneath guys and they can go, they're good. I don't mind watching Noah, but it's really the main event level. Although Timothy Thatcher's killing it over there. So he's, Oh, that's where he went. Okay. Yeah. He's over there killing people. Um, so the main event, Joe was, um, Naomichi Marafuji, Akira. And Hakushi. I I saw Hakushi. I was like, what? Yeah, and and dude, for fifty six, that dude looks fucking amazing. Yeah, he should be That's he awesome. should be in the room. He looks good. Taking on Darby Allen, Sting, and the Great Muta. Uh, Darby Allen got quite the pop in Japan, by the way. I Before saw I saw the I saw the video, but I yeah. didn't watch it because it was in my feed. And I was like, I'm gonna get back to it, and I never found it. I have to, I have to search for it again. But I heard it's, it was a big pop. Yeah, that was a big pop. And before Sting came out, they actually played his like 1989 Sting music. It oh, had pictures awesome. of him and Muda from back in the day. And then the AEW music starts, and the snow starts falling, and Sting comes out, and then Muda comes out. It was all well done, all theatrical as fuck. Uh, Muda's mask had bye-bye in black and white, kind of like the old NWO face paint. Um, and the match itself, I mean, you know, you, you're not looking for work right here. You're looking mm-hmm. for just moments. And it was fine. It, I gave it, I think, three and a quarter, three and a half tops. So it, was, it was good nostalgia. Uh, Hakushi bleeds for Muda. Um, <laughs> so check this out. You you know Muda can be a little Hollywood Hoganish. Yes. Yep. Uh, when 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 want to like all the time. So it's all six fighting at one point on the outside, but then Sting and Darby just kind of disappear, and it's Muda just beating the shit out of the three plus the corner man and a cameraman for some reason <laughs> by himself. <laughs> there and he's just Darby and Sting on the other side of the ring is standing there while he's just beating up everybody slow as can be. Muda like, mania is eh, running wild. Yeah, this works for me, brother. 
Uh, I was like, Hakushi, whoever, fucking Hakushi, Stings gets in the ring. Hakushi's on the outside of the ropes, right? And you know how in Japan, the announce tables are on the other side of the rail? I, I did see this. Yeah. <laughs> but that was fucking amazing, wasn't it? He just fucking darts. He, he Sting knocked him into the next arena. He yeah. flew. Hakushi didn't know where he was. That motherfucker, he flew to China. Uh, that, that was crazy to see. <laughs> it's like yeah. um, it's like Mark Henry throwing the guy over the table into the abyss. Yeah, you just never see him again. Yep. The, not, I was yep. watching it the other day. I was like, what the fuck? I had to rewind <laughs> it. I'm like, is this 60-year-old taking bumps like this out of nowhere? Oh, yes, my God, yes, that was fucking is. awesome. Uh, it was good for nostalgia. It wasn't a very good match at all. I mean, the only, the only time the match itself was okay was when Darby Allen and Marafuji were in there. Yeah, the those two guys young can guys. actually work. Yeah. yeah. The rest of the time, I was like, eh. I mean, it's good for nostalgia, and I'm glad I watched it. And it's yeah, on the game. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. And uh, February 21st now, the final, the last love show for Muto in the Tokyo Dome. Of course, it's him and Tetsuya Naito. In the final match of Kiji Muto's career, or as Kevin light- Kelly calls it, his alleged retirement show. <laughs> Will the lights be bright for uh for Naito? Yeah, gotta ask Joe. We're gonna have to ask Jeff that one. Yeah, and and of course they they spent no time wasted here. Okada is gonna take on Kento Kiyomiya on that show. Oh damn! So those two after after that little pull apart, that should be fun. Um. Yeah, so things in Japan are heating up. It's kind of fun over there. I've been enjoying that. Um, yeah. Anything else happen on Raw is Triple X? Um, Undertaker and Kane doing Brothers of Destruction shit yet? No, Undertaker came out as American Badass Undertaker, course, but it looked like the motorcycle couldn't work, so they finally got it going. Uh, as he threatened to choke slam LA Knight, and then, or he. L.A. Knight got out of the ring, but then Bray shows up. Then L.A. Knight gets back in the ring, and then we get it looked like a passing of the torch type segment where he goes for the choke slam, but then throws him to uh, Bray, and then Bray does his move, and then they he, Undertaker whispers sweet nothing in the ear of uh, Bray. Yep, uh, it's official. I'll take masturbatory Great Muda shit over Taker and Bray. Yeah, what it's it's for me. It's like this thing of the raw triple X type thing and how, you know, it's just, we have the legends. I'm like, these are, these are legends, but how can they be legends when you bring them in every other six months, every four months, you know, it's like, I can't. At least they're giving us a fresh match like Austin theory and Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Uh, the match that's going at the moment, it's street profits and Seth Rollins taking on Imperium. (laughs) With Kurt Angle as the special guest referee, because Teddy that Long came out. That degenerates a referee. Yeah, because uh, that that because uh, Teddy Long came out and made it a six man player. I gotta be honest, this sounds schizophrenic. Yeah, um, the first hour I think there was only one match, and like the cage match that they were promoting between Becky and Bailey, it became uh, damage control beating up Becky, and that was it. There was no match. So no uh, bait and switch there. Not there, just uh, raping paralegals. Yep. But 
as I said in the beginning of the show, how we will be marking out no selling here for the Royal Rumble, the most Royal Rumbleist match that I've not have you know paid attention to. Given a fuck about. Right. Um. Let's see. It is on Saturday, so that's the uh, fun part, you know. Of course, it's the Saturday because everybody else does it. It's in the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, so we get that. Uh, sort of look cool. Yeah. Um, matches so far for it. It's five matches. Uh, we have the Raw Women's Championship. It's Bianca Bello taking on Alexa Bliss. Well, I mean, uh, you know how well. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, now. Uh, too okay. much Bray Wyatt bullshit. Right. Uh, speaking of Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in a Mountain Dew pitch black match. Hey, Joe. Yeah. What's a Mountain Dew pitch black match? Um, I believe what it is is them sponsoring the new pitch black Mountain Dew uh, flavor. And um, Are they gonna I don't know. In it than Russell? I, that or they're going to. I don't know. Cause is this their version of a, uh, a mimosa match? It might be like I, in, in something of that of Mountain Dew. It could be the mimosa match. I don't know, but it's just that. Um, who knows? Because they've been doing the Bray Wyatt stuff this past couple of weeks of him being every other character that he's been, basically. Yeah, I can't no sell this enough. Okay. Um, well, what about you? Oh, I'm no selling the first two. Like the Bliss Bianca match. It it's like this. It sounds cool on paper. Looks good on paper, but you know there's going to be the Bray Wyatt, Mr. Howdy Doody uh, Bullshit. stuff. Bullshit, yeah. Yep. Um, for a third time at the Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns taking on Kevin Owens for the undisputed WWE Championship. Hey, they just keep going back to the good thing. I mean, it'll be cool. It'll, I mean, like, I, I don't want to speak ill. Uh, not only amongst our groups, but in, in terms of uh, wrestling fans, period. Because everybody thinks that's the greatest storyline in the history of the world. But unless something starts happening, I'm I'm kind of getting a little antsy with the bloodline Sammy KO stuff. Yeah, same here. Um, is Good that matches. is that? Yeah, like. They did the Anywhere Falls last man standing match, I believe it was last time, right? Or yeah, something. Yeah. There was one of those gimmicks, and Kevin Owens got handcuffed, or Roman got handcuffed, and it was just like they're something. dealing with, yeah, they're dealing with the fumble there. It was like, a triple threat match with the handcuffs. Ah, yep, that's true. It should be a good match. Like I, I'll <laughs> mark, I, I'll slight mark out, but like with the storyline of the bloodline here, it's, I know we had something better months ago about how. Sammy wins the rumble and yeah. it leads into, you know, Roman thinking he has the night off and, but Sammy gets convinced and talked into doing the, uh, doing the match, you know, to, you know, prove, prove himself, you know, you come to WWE ah. and you, you know, all that. It'd be, and good then on, it'd be good television. And then on tonight on the Raw's porn, um, they do, uh, the trial of Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn messed up for one week and all of a sudden it's right. Let's um, send him the trial. Sure and, feels like Vince is working this again, right? And the idea of it, so like originally it was going to be the acknowledgement of Roman, but um, Afonseca, 
Offensika couldn't make it, and Rikishi was sick. So, like, the idea they had was, you know, it it sounded like a cool idea. I won't lie on that. But then all that happened, so they went, all right, uh, trial of of, uh, Sammy, which now they're saying he's not guilty for the time being. And then um, Sammy has to prove it. He must be acquit. Yep. As at, at as Roman says at Summer at Royal Rumble, uh, Sammy has to prove himself at the ultimate sacrifice. Oh my Whatever God. that means. Interesting. So uh, then really we have the uh, thirty woman Royal Rumble for the title shot at WrestleMania. Um, well, look, I, we could cover these last two together. Look, even yeah, if I'm yeah. not. Even if I'm not interested at all, I'm never going to say no to a Royal Rumble. Same here. <laughs> so let's hope they deliver. Yes. Um, it's the, it, it's for like, honestly, for like, for me, since we're, you know, for, I don't know if you know or what, but like, I don't know the favorite of the women's. I really don't because everybody that the favorite, they have the title already. So yeah, I was okay. just going to assume Charlotte until they fucking did that Put shit with t- her. That they were, yeah, they, like she has the title and she's assuming she's probably taking on DeVille. If not at this, it'll be at um, Elimination Chamber. My worry uh, is that they're going to give Rhea the win. And I would hate that. And oh yeah? don't get me wrong, I like Rhea Ripley. But they've done nothing with her in terms of an actual serious wrestler. She's doing this Judgment Day stuff. Yeah. And I hate it when they just give them the Rumble yeah. win and a serious push out of absolutely nowhere. So that oh. I I honestly don't know the women's you know who's the favorite like I really don't. I don't even know who the I mean I guess Cody would be the favorite. And then but then again and then for the men, it's that fact that they announced Cody coming back and he'll be in the Rumble and it's like why spoil the surprise and then they're like well no it's because we have more surprises that we're happy with big. the surprises we have. Plus, and then they said, plus everybody figured out he was coming back in there. Yeah. Well, it doesn't mean you just, yeah, whatever. I don't well, know. It's like, yeah. Who do you think, I was going to ask, do you have any, do you know, or, if, or just, you know, uh, any surprises that you want, or do you, like, any ideas oh, wow. who? Uh. Cause I talked to someone at work and he thinks that he, there might, I don't, I, I just, I, he thinks maybe one Jay white. I uh, know. Cause he still has the uh, match in February in New Japan. Oh, does he? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That moves to Japan is February 11th. Oh, okay. Um, see, here's the thing is like, I, I admittedly, I haven't, ever been this out of WWE so god I can't even think of who are good I mean Stone Cold wouldn't be a good surprise The Rock I don't think would be I mean it'd be popular but I don't think it would be good yeah Um, I'm almost afraid it's going to be NXT call-ups who aren't ready yet right Rhea Braun Breaker probably um, which I saw the Steiners signed uh, Legacy Agent yeah Legends deal I, it's not even Braun Breaker. I got the feeling it'd be people like Vaughn Wagner. Yeah, like who? 
exactly. Yeah. Um, I, dude, I, I haven't watched. That. Yeah, I haven't watched NXT in forever, and dude, I tried watching, to watch it. Yeah. I tried to watch it one week, and I I couldn't. I got like 20 minutes in, and I was like, "Well, I don't even know what's going on here." This is. And Booker T and is the worst on commentary there. That made you sick. Yeah, that's what it was. It was NXT, man. It just fucking it took my immune system and wrecked it. Destroyed it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Like I looked online, like went on my the socials, and then they're trying to like there was a fight at the performance center during training today. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm out. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm good. But for the. for me, for the like, I think it's going to be Cody unless it's going to be um, maybe Rock, but Rock's pulling that card out right now that, you know, oh, I'm not in shape. I'm not. I'm beyond movie set. I'm not going to be there, so I won't. Well, be. Then, then you just give up on that. Then it's this year or never. Um, um, yeah, get no on. It's this year right. or never. And uh, you know so, what? I don't know if I would do it if I were him. I think you have to worry about your career first and foremost. If events coming back, that's a bad look. Being associated with them is a bad look right now. Right. And also, let's for the first time in his career as a movie star, The Rock's going through some image problems. Yeah, he is. He is. So it may not be a good look. Got to worry about your fucking career first. Right. So yeah, it's 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 that interesting thing for ones that we have at for uh, for WWE of what's the main event at WrestleMania? Uh, it's either going to be Roman Reigns versus this Rock or no Rock can't go. Okay, I guess Plan B is Cody, Cody or according about, to the dirt. You hear about today's? I, about I was going to bring that up. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Oh, yeah. How. Uh, WWE may or may not have uh, offered one Stone Cold a good chunk of money to take on one Roman Reigns. That's uh, what's your opinion on that? Um, I don't want it to happen. Like me neither, because they did such a good job with Owens last year, and I think that's why they're like, "Well, he can do it one more time." But there's no. I don't know. It's that thing of I don't think Austin Austin can do a wrestling match without any stipulations. You it's know, gotta I mean? be like smoke he, and mirrors. yeah, has to be smoke and mirrors. And like I don't, it's that thing like Roman could probably carry him, but do you really want to see Stone Cold get carried without smoke and mirrors? No. No. Also, the crowd would want Stone Cold to win. He can't win that match. Yeah, and it does Roman no good to beat him. So it's not the rub you think it was. If he if he beat Austin in, in his prime, it's a huge deal. If Roman beats him now, it doesn't really help him, and he can't lose to. And you can't have Austin win, so it's a no win. Why would yeah. you do that? Terrible, terrible idea. Yeah, they're just desperate at this point. They are, and it's because it's in L.A., so they're trying to make it the biggest and best and brightest and biggest and boldest and whatever wording phrase they did last the last year. For uh, did you um, did you see the uh, the TV article? Some guy did a breakdown of Fox Channel business for the last five years. 
No. For a TV or oh shit, for a TV magazine or website. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they pay WWE like two hundred million a year for SmackDown, and each year since that contract started, Fox Channel has lost one hundred and forty-five to one hundred and sixty million a year. <laughs> Checks out. Checks they, out. Guess who's not getting another billion dollar deal next year? Right. Oh, who knows? They might be owning them. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Then, but uh, yeah. Ooh, I was like, God damn, that's not good. That it's that's one uh that's one crazy thing to uh hear about how uh they uh well but it's not surprising because you know they want there's uh ratings and when Rock showed up for the very first episode of the on yeah, Fox it was like a four five. point and now barely a one point five one point eight I know SmackDown's pretty good with the twos okay. they'll get like a one point nine a two. Raw okay. gets the 1.4, 1.5. Yeah. Which um, and they've been they've been averaging 1.5, and I just want them to the same people who are like, yeah, well, AEW could never get what Raw gets, and I was like, you do realize lately Raw's getting a half of a percentage point higher than Dynamite. Yeah, and Dynamite's on a <laughs> Wednesday night on TNT, while you know USA is on a cable channel, but still, it's like. You know, again, it's a fourth year, but still. Dude, isn't it funny what could happen next year? Look, USA Network's going to do whatever they can to make sure they get raw because that channel dies when WWE isn't counted. Yep. It's in dire straits, right? But TNT, I I don't understand what TNT is doing. Have you heard their negotiation tactics lately? I have not. The only thing I saw was that TNT was impressed with AEW. Yeah, and that's awesome. But they're hardballing the NBA, saying shit like, we don't need the NBA on our channels to be successful. What the fuck? Yeah, well, yeah, I saw something like that because of, like, hell, they moved, like, Thursday night NBA was, you know, their highest rated stuff, and they moved it to Tuesdays because of hockey. Yep. It's like, why would you? Really? That hockey, I mean that that moved. That's what moved Dynamite to TBS, mm-hmm. and they fucked the NBA around for it. And I'm like, for hockey, right? Yeah, and like, it's like their their highest rated shows are the uh, for like the NBA in, inside the NBA with uh, Kenny, you know, Ernie, oh, Shaq, yeah, and four. Charles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like sometimes I just watch that because it's fun. Uh, their banter. Yeah, it's good. It's good banter back and forth. I just I don't understand that. Like, dude, you better pay them. Yeah. You don't want to lose NBA off that, yeah. But but if they do, they're gonna be paying AEW a lot of fucking money then to stay. Yep. Because that hockey ain't gonna cut it. No, I don't. I don't. I'm I'm pretty sure that hockey <laughs> ain't uh ain't cutting it. I'm so confused when I was reading this. I was like. I even if you're trying to play hardball, this doesn't make sense. What are you doing there? It's that it's that yeah, it's like that thing for uh for it's that for me for what twenty years now, damn near it's in it, uh that the NBA shows like must watch, you know. I remember. But, I remember, dude. I remember the NBA on TNT from like nineteen ninety on 
Yeah. And TBS was for the longest time just the Hawks. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then all the rest of the games were on TNT, and then eventually they changed the two. But but it's always it's been a tradition on that channel for as long as I fucking since it started. Right now it's the fun part of like I know I think like a year ago they signed multi like a you know couple year contract, but now it's like all right, well we're gonna talk about it some more now. But it's again Warner Brothers being stupid. And dumb. You know what they're you know what they all want, don't you? Mm-hmm. This is this is clearly devolving from a wrestling podcast, but what they want is for NFL to have games we all week long. <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah, because, that's what they want. Because football is the undisputed king of the ratings, so they want them on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, and Saturday if they could. I, it's ridiculous. I don't think Saturday, like, I don't, I, I like probably, but I don't know if they want to go head to head with college. You know what I mean? Like that would be a tough one. Yeah. Cause you have Thursday for sure. You have Thursdays on Amazon prime. Now you have Sunday, normal and the Monday night football. So you do have the three days, uh, but I don't know if they, I know they want it weekly, but it's just like, if you think about it, that's just li- literally killing your players. It's killing your because, players. Hey, it's killing your ratings. Those Thursday games are they're shit, dude. Oh, they were shit. Yeah, and like my, for my Amazon app crashed, and I was like, yeah, you can't watch it. You can't watch the normal version. It's um, like it's no good. It's no good. Yeah. Uh, as before, we uh, end the show, and we're still on the topic here, uh, sports here for a second. Any update on McAvee? Football season's over. Uh, he was supposed to be back in January. Yeah. But you know how. You know how they go. Yeah, so Mike, Matt, yeah, season's over, so he can be back anytime now. So that's the an interesting, you know, little thing to I think about. Can, I, you know, dude, just thought of it. That motherfucker's gonna be a surprise rumble. Oh, probably. Then that yep. brings it back to Fridays. Uh huh. Just thought of it. Him or maybe you know Bad Bunny probably again. I don't you know. Could he, be. They just revealed I, the um, oh yeah, WWE, WWE 2K24 trailer, and he's in it, a uh, majority of it. I would um, about guarantee, yeah, I would about guarantee that McAfee's a, a, a rumble entry. Yeah, uh, which I I I'm intrigued to say for the new upcoming WWE game before we wrap up, just because they're putting war games into it, even though it's the NXT version. I'm intrigued by the Still. war games. Yeah. I'm intrigued by how the gameplay is with it. You see the OVW shit? No. You get OV you get prototype John Cena, OVW John Cena, Leviathan, which was Batista's gimmick. You get that oh, OVW. Yeah. And you get OVW versions of Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton. Oh, that's awesome. I did not know about yeah. that. That was cool. awesome. Yeah. So um, what also cool one more time, get your tickets now for power pro wrestling, powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com, powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Get your tickets now, February 18th. Um, hurry up. It's Corey, becoming it's, destination shit. So hurry yes up. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, Corey, it's been fun, you know, a long time yeah. to talk. So, uh, it's been Good fun. Luck. Mr. Booble, uh, get better, you know, hopefully see you yeah. soon. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, yeah. We got to. Got to see where the lawyer's at with Mr. Booble and see why he's MIA this week. We're, you know. Did he pull a fucking. Did he pull a little bitch and become too cool for us? 
I maybe I don't know. I you don't never. know. You never know. But you, I do know one thing. You can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com, where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us on the social medias at nocellent or nocellentertainment at Twitter, Facebook, and the Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.